Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm Ellie, your host, and this is Carly. Hi guys. Our guest today, and we're just going to be talking about life, how to get unstuck, how to find yourself, but also how to serve others. And it's a fun conversation. Did you enjoy it? I had a blast. So much fun. We loved it. We're in the park. Yes, so. Griffith. Woo! Here for the vibes. Let's go. <laughs> well, I just wanted to talk about what we were talking about before of feeling stuck in mm -hmm. life. Like, what do you do when you feel stuck? Because I think so many of us just feel stuck or maybe we're somewhere we don't want to be. And sometimes it's our fault. Like, we've really gone away because... We just really wanted something else like maybe you just wanted success or you mm -hmm. wanted to mm -hmm. please your parents or just do what everyone else is doing yeah and then you reach a place that you hit a wall and you're just like no I can't do this anymore yeah I think I definitely have felt stuck before I think right now like I was saying I'm in a season of life where I feel stuck yeah. and I don't know if it's my fault or just like the predestined like choices that I was meant to make but like mm. for example I'm in a really like tough financial position right now that I in my head think was preventable mm -hmm. and I'm like how do I get out of this how do I get out of this what am I gonna do to make up for it like yeah. how am I gonna reverse this mistake like how am I gonna get unstuck and how am I gonna get like out of it yeah mm -hmm. and I think I want to reframe my thinking from what am I gonna do mm. to like it's already okay like it's yeah. already taken care of like something's gonna work out like god already has it under like mm. like he's already figured it out yeah so mm. i don't need to like sit here worrying about what i'm gonna do like every millisecond of the day to get out or get unstuck out of the situation and it's just like whenever i'm in situations like this i like to think back to when I was stuck before yeah. like I've mm -hmm. been comparing this to like two years ago mm -hmm. I felt stuck at a certain job and I was like trying to get out of it so hard mm -hmm. and I did get through it and I ended up like you know a year later in an environment where I was comfortable so I just think it's like reflecting on times when you like got out of the stuck era mm -hmm. and yeah yeah no I think that's really good and I think also something that I love that you said is that you're in a place that is really uncomfortable and difficult mm -hmm. and you could have prevented it right but i think like i mean i can focus on wait i should have changed this like i could have yes. done this differently and i think a lot of us just do that and get even more stuck there because that just makes you even more stuck it's like paralyzing yeah because you're like mm -hmm. like for example like on the weekends like that's mm -hmm. when i don't have that's when i have the most time and that's when i can like you know reverse my decisions if you will but mm -hmm. like i'm gonna go out and hang out with my friends yeah like i'm not doesn't mean i need to be reckless with money and like be spending money but it doesn't mean i need to be sitting in my house like brainstorming ways to get yes. out all mm -hmm. day on a Saturday when it's beautiful weather yeah you know what I mean mm -hmm. like I, I just think it's like a balance between like doing the hard work and making smart decisions to like accelerate forward but also like enjoying the day for what it is and yeah. like being mm -hmm. able to say yes to things that you know and be smart about it like I for example wouldn't go like on a yacht or like on a vacation right now mm, but yes. I'm gonna like hang out with my friends in my hometown you yeah, know what I mean uh -huh, absolutely no I totally agree with that because I think also like we try to build everything up for the life that we want and that we love yeah and then we're like not living life yeah because we're like oh I need to manage this this way like it happens to me because I've become really 
obsessive over like doing a budget super well and yeah. the moment I'm like I need to do everything perfect then I'm not living yes like I, I'm like I can't so eat out yeah. and then I I'm stuck at home and I'm yeah. not doing anything it's like sometimes you need to be able to figure out how to do things well to then be able to break the rules yes. to have fun yes exactly exactly and I think like you and I are both people that are like good at this so it's like kind of a given to us <laughs> but like it's like exactly what you said it's like that creative freedom so if you're really smart about like where you spend your money or where you spend your time then it's like you have like six hours of the day where you can like do whatever you want or you yes. have like an extra three hundred dollars a month to troll with like yes. you know what I mean so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. be smart so you can mm. like you just said so you can play around yeah, so you yeah. Can play around. they say that a lot in everything and I think it's great to just say it right like if you want to be a great designer you need to know all the rules and mm. then you can break them or if you want to be a great artist same thing or anything that you do in life like if you want to be a great musician like you yeah. need to know the rules and then you can break whatever you want because you know how it works and I think the first step that I would think of like how to get unstuck is be aware of your situation like yes. be aware be honest with yourself yes. like okay this didn't have to happen like, it just <laughs> happened but it didn't have to and then you can be gracious with yourself not yeah. in a cheesy way yeah but just like okay like you need to live mm -hmm. you're doing this you want to get out of this uh, rut mm -hmm. because you want to live a good life so don't be counterintuitive like yeah. not letting yourself live the life that you want to live now because mm -hmm. if not you're never gonna have the motivation to get anywhere else mm -hmm. where you actually live the life that you want to live any other thoughts getting unstuck um no, no I mean I think that's really it I mean obviously like whenever I'm feeling stuck like I think that's just really what you just said is like I just hate feeling paralyzed yeah and I hate feeling like I I can't be creative and I can't act on like anything because I'm very like black and white thinking mm. so for example like this is just how <laughs> I operate yeah like I'm like oh like I need to get this post out or this response to a mm, client yeah or like something like that somebody knows about so i'm like i will go ghost on like social i'll go ghost mm. for my friends and i'll like put all on pause of my life like until i get that out yeah. which i think started from a little bit of integrity like mm. i'm like you know i yeah. honestly do think that's like yeah, to have yeah. integrity like it would be so poor behavior of me to like if i didn't have like a video due for example to like mm. post that i'm like out all yeah, day yeah when like my boss is like waiting on a video wow. you know like that's yeah, really yeah. immature yeah so mm. i think that's what it started from but i also think like as i get older and like manage my time better and like learn like boundaries of work and stuff i'm like okay like work is not 24 7 so if i want to like post that i'm out with my friends on mm. a saturday like that like i need to be doing that yeah like, i don't need to be like you know what I mean? Like, mm. thinking about what everybody thinks of me. Like, we were yeah. talking about earlier. We should talk about that, too. Yes. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it's definitely, like, it's definitely, like, for me, like, I feel paralyzed and stuck, like, day to day. Because I'm, like, okay, I have this on my to-do list. And, you know, like, I need to get it done. And I need to do this. So I'm not going to, like, do anything until I do that. But mm. then it ends up being, like, seven hours later. And I don't have anything done. And I just, you know yes, what I mean? I'm just, and like, you ah! like just overwhelmed or overburdened yeah. by that and i would have been so much more productive to just like let it go and mm. just like have a day and like have fun and then come back to it when i'm like in a better headspace yes yeah honestly and i feel it though because i feel that we all have things that we want to do especially when you're in that headspace of like you do the things that you have to do in life and then you have more things that you want to do yes like you have creative projects or anything that's a passion for you that you want to pursue mm -hmm. and sometimes 
you know sometimes we don't prioritize well that's mm-hmm. one thing and sometimes we just don't know why we're doing it yeah like we lose the why of why we're doing yeah. it i was telling um elizabeth at this parking we had earlier like the difference that i'm trying to figure out between like thinking like caring so much about what other people think of me of me versus like what i think of me mm, yeah because like for example like i don't really get embarrassed by like what i post or mm. what i say or what i like show up as or like my style or like if i sing bad like i never am like oh, this person yeah. like thinks i'm so like not smart or not talented yeah, like yeah, i yeah. never get like that mm-hmm. but i always get like paralyzed to like put myself out there because i'm like what if this version of myself like disappoints me or what if i disappoint myself with my art and what Mm. i put out there or what if like it affects my future in some way like Mm. if um it's not like an accurate representation of who i want to be in the future yeah but i shouldn't be like that because if i do my best like that's an accurate representation of like what i'm doing right now and it's only going to evolve and grow and and be better and like you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. if I put out bad art right now, that's like good because I put out art and then if I put out bad art tomorrow, it'll probably be a little bit better than the bad art that I yeah. put out today. Mm-hmm. And then like seven years later, like I'll probably like be in a museum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like you just have to start putting stuff out there. And I think for me, I was telling her earlier, like it's just hard for me to like get over that hump because mm-hmm. I'm like overthinking my future self and yeah. like I, I want to be that seven years later version already but I have to go through the bad stuff to get to there yes. does that make any sense? yeah it makes total sense and I feel like I mean I'm the kind of person that I hate sucking in public like I hate it I just I don't know the feeling I just don't like it Yeah. and I heard this person like this amazing songwriter um, Ryan Tedder he's amazing like incredible mm-hmm. hit songwriter and he didn't release his first song until he could make a hit song Mm. and it's insane and he won an award for it like and he won a contest stuff and it's insane but like he spent most of his early 20s just not telling anyone that he could do this because he just didn't want to show it and he just wanted to Mm. show it when he was great but i don't know if that's entirely like the best way to go about it because you can gain any courage from this like do you grow in any ways i mean you you get better he got really better much better than what he was but could he have achieved the career that he had much earlier if he Mm -hmm. had put himself out there because i think also people see things in us that we don't see in ourselves that is so true you know yeah so it's like i mean i know i feel your point too because i think that being worried about like will my future self like this Mm -hmm. or will this affect my future self in any way is like a responsible way of seeing things Mm mm-hmm and I think like everyone has different issues. Like I think for <laughs> me, it's more I just I care so much about what people think. Yeah. Like, or it it makes me feel a certain way in my gut. Like I don't feel well. Like mm-hmm. I don't. And I think it's getting over that too. Like just mm-hmm. get over yourself. I yeah. think sometimes you just need to get over yourself because either people that are commenting on you in that way, if they're commenting negatively, mm-hmm. they they're not doing anything either themselves. Yeah. Or what is the point like if they do that what is gonna happen like is it the end of the world is there anything else that's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day if you have something inside of you that is pulling you to do something and you keep having that pull it's just you doing a disservice to yourself Mm -hmm. not showing up because it's the same thing you're not showing up for your future self 
-hmm. and then it keeps on chasing you down and you only have one life and i literally heard this the other day and i was like blown away because this woman talking about how in a podcast (laughs) we love a good podcast (laughs) we love a good podcast um i wouldn't name the podcast but i don't remember the name (laughs) and she was talking about how you literally just have this life like at the end of the day you're gonna die like what are you doing wasting your time uh, hiding in your fears because oh well someone is gonna say something about me or this might not go the best way planned so i feel like sometimes the ryan tedder thing works if you're super committed but you're missing out on so many experiences you're missing out on growth you're missing out on opportunities in your own career Mm -hmm. and everything about your own life just because you are not willing to take the risk Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he also had to take the risk because he had to. He quit his job in Pottery Barn. Oh my God! And I know he barn. worked at Pottery Barn. I know, and he literally just quit his job and went for it to the contest, mm. and he won. But mm-hmm. it's like one, the odds of that happening are like so low, so low. But also, like he already had to take a risk if he wanted that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we care so much about one time, I heard this. Like, fear doesn't go away. It just stays. You just become more courageous and you keep on doing mm. things and you still feel the fear. So maybe you still feel like that whole thing of caring what people think or maybe yeah, it affects yeah. you. But just like keep on doing things because you're never going to see who you really are if you don't mm-hmm, do things. Mm-hmm. No, it's been that reality of like only having one life has been so in my face in the past mm. couple of days. And it's really so true. Like, and I know it's not good to compare yourself to like a previous version of you mm. or at least that's what I think yeah, I yeah, yeah. that's actually real <laughs> but I just have been thinking about that and I'm like okay worst case scenarios like let's just put them in a picture like I end up in jail or <laughs> I end up but I'm serious like would I, yeah. I'd rather end up in like these worst case scenarios like fully mm. being myself in this life or yeah. like rather just like living fear and living comfortability mm. you know what I mean yeah, like it's yeah. like not that I would end up in jail I don't think but like mm. things like that that are like okay getting fired from my job or getting you know out of place at like a certain organization or something like all these fears about like what could happen like why would I act like this is like my end all be all when Mm. there's probably so much more out there for me yeah like Mm -hmm. different organizations or different careers or different opportunities and different um groups of communities and people that I could you know spend my life with and it's just like yes what I have is good and yes it's fun but like if you hold on to the things in front of you so tightly then you don't Mm. give any room for god to like multiply your growth yes that's just what i believe so i like think whenever i'm living my life with open hand and i'm just like whatever's in front of me you can change it you can do it what you will like whatever you want to do god like it's up to you i'm just here to like help you out be your servant like Mm. i just have a way more fun time Mm. in like my day-to-day anxiety than like me being like don't you dare take away my job or don't, don't you dare, dare take away this friend in my life or don't you dare yes you know like it doesn't mm-hmm. mean i don't love it but yeah, it just yeah. means like i'm open to like more yes i used to have such an issue with control like that way of like don't you dare take this away from me yeah like, don't you dare do i don't know i really care about this whatever thing and if you, how could you do this to me yeah and i think there reached a point where like everything kind of fell apart like I had a moment I think it was when I moved here and Mm -hmm. um, I was just moving everywhere like seven different places and I was so down and it wasn't like exactly what I wanted it to be yeah and it was and then other things happened and kind of when everything starts crashing in your life and you're like Mm -hmm. this thing that I really cared about and this other thing and this other thing and everything is just like Mm -hmm. shambles and I remember being like 
it just doesn't matter anymore that mm-hmm. way like I can be so obsessed about something or have a career path that I want and then it not being the thing for me yeah like you don't even know and I think we hold on so tightly to things that are not even the things that we would want for ourselves yeah. and we're just obsessed with the idea of that thing because it's there right now or like somebody else has it and we think it's for us mm-hmm. or or like Jeez. that's all we see so yeah, we yeah. don't see like a version or pioneered like life that we could live we just see oh somebody like this is what's real right now yeah. so it has to be mm-hmm. the answer for my life yes and it's interesting because like if anyone or everyone who has um, innovated in life or done something different mm-hmm. would have thought that way like they wouldn't be doing what they're doing now and yeah. the thing is like potentially they've had that thought because maybe we have all had that thought mm-hmm. of like it needs to be the certain way you know or if you grow up in a society or culture that is very like everyone does the same thing like you grow you need to be a doctor or a lawyer yeah. or any of those things it's easy to get stuck in a pattern like that okay so I need to do it this way but I remember my sister telling me all the time, every time I have like a mental breakdown about <laughs> what I'm doing in life. Meant to be. Meant to be, actually. Is um, don't try to live the life that someone else has lived. Like, because I always go, like, this was my supposedly like plan thing of like, this is how I do things, you know? I, I see how people have done things to be able to achieve that, you know? Like, this is my, these are my stats. Um, and I always saw like, you need to go from A to B to C to D. And she always told me, like, you don't need to imitate someone else's path or journey or anything. Like, it doesn't, it will not become the life that you need to live. Yeah. Like, in what moment? Like, even from the beginning of our lives, we were not following the same steps. Even from, like, when we were created in the womb. Like, sounds so funny. (laughs) But um, we were being created differently. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, instead of trying to follow, like, someone else's path all the time, or not even all the time like we were created differently yeah. but every single thing that we've done the way we think like you can be aligned with people in the way you think but you by yourself have your own unique thoughts yeah your own unique way of doing things so there's a need for you in this world but also if you're trying to follow someone else's path then you're never gonna see entirely what's inside of you coming out yeah you know yeah and, and do you think like mm-hmm. I feel like somewhere like along the way of growing up I like forgot it's easy to forget that you are you have a unique story mm. and I don't believe in blaming yeah that much but <laughs> I do think like certain like dots and like things like for example like go to college like mm. these like these like very concrete choices that we have like growing up yeah. mm-hmm. like can lead you to think that you don't have a lot of individuality mm. you know what I mean yeah I know and what I'm mean. like yeah and that's why I think a lot of people in their early 20s are, like, trying to figure, refigure things out. Because mm. it's, like, you get out of the system of school, yeah. which I love school. Like, I was mm-hmm. student body president. Like, I would go back <laughs> to school in a heartbeat. Like, I am yeah. all for organization and, like, stuff like that. Like, yeah, I love it so yeah. much. But I think, like, that's why people search so hard in their early 20s mm. to, like, rediscover themselves. is because they blocked so much, like, creativity and so much, like, of their, like individuality up until this point because of like who they were hanging out with in college like I want to be like my friends I want to be like my roommates Mm. I want to be like you know the people in my town I want to be like you know these people that I follow like it's just like I feel like 17 to 21 is very like malleable state of mind yeah and I think Mm -hmm. when people hit 21 in like America they like are just like entering this new like now I actually need to discover Mm. myself yeah which is why people like leave religion or Mm. they leave um or they go like date this random person and become obsessed with them like it's just like such a vulnerable like state of being yeah, where you're yeah, like yeah. wait who am I 
yeah, who, am who am I? I am. Like you come up out of the water and you're like, wait, okay, now I have freedom to do whatever I want. But like, what is that that I want yes. to do? And it's like mm-hmm. a whole journey of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know why I started on that rampage, but I just think no, that like individuality good. is suffocated in those years. Yeah. And that's something interesting because I feel like there's different, different kinds of people. Because I feel for me, I always felt like an outsider in every organization. Yeah. So it felt more like how do I find a space where I belong as an individual? Yeah. So it was something, but I felt, because I think I've always felt that tension of like, I'm, and I'm that, in, I'm very individual, individualistic or however you call that. Like in, you just have your own thing. Yeah. In every space. And I, but it didn't feel good. I was like, I want to feel like as I, I belong. Like mm-hmm. I want to feel like I fit in somewhere and but I always felt that tension of like I just don't want people to tell me what to do or like mm-hmm. I don't want a society like this is A to B to C to D right, all of those right. things like I want to figure it out on my own exactly and I did feel the same way though because like I did go down the same path like I went to school mm-hmm. I went to high school I went to college you know like you do the things mm-hmm. um, and then within that you're still trying to find out like what is my way what mm-hmm. where am i in life because then you move to a new city you do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. supposedly and then you're here and you're having a mental breakdown about who am i what am i doing with my yeah. life and w- what does it really mean to be me yeah because i think sometimes we don't even ask ourselves that because i loved what you mentioned about we try to be like uh, people that we follow or people in our peer group yeah. or any of those things because that's sometimes it's not even out of like I just um, don't like myself. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you you want, you want feel you're that too. It just seems like the only option. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of like, <laughs> it's the only option. You're just thrown into that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, it's nothing bad about that, about doing things um, in community the same, like yeah, certain there's things. there's nothing bad about that. But it's like, it is true. I feel like tying it back with being stuck. Mm-hmm we get I feel I get stuck in like who am I Mm. and what am I doing because I always go back to that place it feels like a cycle like maybe it's hormones or something that doesn't feel like no that's I like what I'm going through right now what Mm -hmm. I mentioned at the beginning like those triggers like a financial or relationship or like anything that feels Mm -hmm. like a make or break moment in life yeah like I feel like whenever I have those moments I also have the who am I Mm -hmm. meant to be like it's like oh, I made this decision or I'm in this circumstance. Why did I do this? Yeah. You know, am I like, and you like question your whole identity. Yes. So I think Mm. it is very connected. Yeah. No, that's actually really true because I do the same thing. Like if I, (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why all the mental breakdown. Yeah. Because it's you, I always try to make decisions that are aligned with um, my identity or my values and those things. But when your identity is so tied up to things that are um fleeting mm-hmm. like that happens to me a lot too i was talking with my sister about this too i was having a moment and it was like i'm attaching my identity to things i haven't achieved yet and mm-hmm. then because of not having achieved those things yet i'm putting pressure on myself and feeling like a failure because i just haven't achieved like the the peak of my life and i'm 21 and it's like okay don't put your identity on what you do and I know everyone says this but it's like sometimes we want to be like someone or fit in somewhere or sometimes we try to become something and we put a deadline to that yeah and then we're not reaching it and then our identity gets affected by that and we're shaking inside like 
why haven't I achieved that? Why am I not that? And then you want to move back home. <laughs> or move <laughs> you somewhere. You want to give up. You want to give up. That's the whole And I thing. think so many people do that. And I think, I think there's, this is what sets people apart in that. It's like, you either give up or you settle mm. in those make or break moments. Mm. Or you, even though it sucks and it's so hard mm. and you don't know who you are, you still go. Yeah. You still, still go. go. And you're like, there's another side to this. And you still keep doing what you're doing Mm. and you continue through and I think months come later and you're like looking back and you're like wait I made it through that and yeah Mm. I think that's what I'm learning right now is like I've had those moments where I'm like should I really like ask my mom if I should come back and like save Mm. up for a year Mm. I've had that moment yeah and I just think I'm not gonna do that because I'm in LA for a reason and also like that's the difference yeah not saying there's anything wrong with doing that if that's you but yeah yeah I, for me like I have to mm, I feel continue. you yes I was thinking about that yesterday honestly because really? but about the thing of like not giving up yeah it's longevity and like playing the long yeah game. playing the long game and also I think that there's decisions like you make and then they might affect the day of your life there's mm-hmm. decisions that you make that affect 20 years of your life. Yeah. And I think you see other people making certain decisions and you know how that affects them. Mm-hmm. And you know how that affects the trajectory of their lives. And it's like, do you want to make that decision? Like, do you want to go down that path? Do you want to give up so easily? Like, is it worth the pain? Mm-hmm. Is it worth the pain? And I think I think about that too because it's really easy to give up. And I feel like generally... I. I don't give up. Like, I wanted to quit college, like, thousands of times. Mm. And I didn't uh, quit. And it's nothing bad, like, if you want to quit. Like, honestly, just whatever you feel is right. Exactly. Because if you're, like, I don't know, like, a producing artist, whatever, you're doing all your thing, and you release music, and you want to quit college, like, that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Everything that's logical to your path. But I think... I try to not just go on of whims, just like, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of emotional breakouts. Like, <laughs> I'm all me too. I'm yeah. like, oh wait, I'm having this emotional crisis for my future the week mm-hmm. of my period, and I hit yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. But I, I always like, I'm like, this is like funny, but like I never bring up things to my boss the week of my period. Interesting. Because I mean, I hate that that's true. I hate that mm-hmm. it affects, but I'm like, I just know that next week I'm gonna feel better. Yes, jeez. No, I've listened to some people talk about this. Like, I heard this girl that's, I don't remember her name either, but she's obsessed with hormones and all of those things. Yeah, I just don't trust myself. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I just won't do that. But she said that in in her workplace, like everyone knows when someone has their period. (gasps) Wait, I yeah, love that. I Why know. Do I, love that? I know. <laughs> so then they can be patient with them, where they can know, okay, we know what's up, or we know that they're in, acting a certain way. So that happens to me even like before, like the week before my period, I get freaking emotional. It's like everybody knows. Do you think that's like call HR, like TMI, like, <laughs> or like, do you think like if you were like a woman, like would you like imagine it wasn't yeah. all girls' workplace and like a guy mm. was like, oh, she's on her period this week, she can't make this important decision. Mm. Like imagine <gasps> being in that. Yeah. Like I'd be so frustrated because I'd be like, no, like I'm thinking straight. I need your grace. Like I need your yeah. sympathy mm-hmm. almost. But I'm like, this doesn't mm. mean I'm any like I'm stupider and can't make decisions. Yeah. I feel it's like. There's a fine line, right? Because right. I think that it might affect more things that are connected to your personal life because they're more emotional to you. 
Mm-hmm. Like when I think about this, like what are your blind spots, right? Right, right? And I think one of the blind spots for people is when they really care about something. So that's when you're blinded in making decisions. Oh. Like how do you win people over when you want them to join you in a project or anything mm-hmm. like you have a vision and the first thing was like okay what are your blind spots and when i thought of blind spots because for some reason i'm very good like at debating and winning people over like mm-hmm. i don't know how so i need to deconstruct it and i was like okay the first thing like how do you identify your blind spots and one of them if i think of me when i'm talking with my parents and i really want something i'm like what is the thing that i'm holding so tightly to that i really want that thing that I care the most about, that thing that I'm most passionate about, whether that's a person, I think I want to do, I need to know about that, learn about that, and know all the like arguments around that, that are against that. Interesting. And I need to let go of it. So, because I think you become less rational when you're trying to defend something that you really care about. That's so interesting. I know. I'm like, so if someone's on their period and... I don't know if it would be like the best thing to take them out of making decisions. Like if I'm running a business and they're like, you can't make a decision right now, I'll be like... (laughs) I would be like PO'd. Yeah, yeah, literally. No, and the thing also, because if it's a decision about like, well, maybe we need to change this for certain sales or whatever thing. Mm -hmm. I don't feel I would be affected rationally unless I really cared about money. Mm. because then that would be something that I really cared about so maybe I could make a decision that's off Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I think if you're like if you're someone that's making decisions well you're always going to have a group of people you're making decisions with so then why like leave the women out you know that these are great points yeah I think I'm also brought up that point because Mm -hmm. I think like I, that's what I would be afraid of. But mm. I think there's so much benefit to like knowing, knowing what everybody's you. up to. But like, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting point. <laughs> no, I like, I like that. I honestly, what love are that. like other? I want to hear more about this blind spot thing. Oh, the like blind what, spots. Um, more blind spots. What are your blind spots, or how how would mm. you even know your blind spots? Interesting point. So I feel the, I try to see blind spots first to like identify blind spots in other people. Uh-huh. So that's kind of how I also see my own blind spots because um, we're all human, so we can see like the general thing, and then you can identify like the concrete aspects of that in your own life. And another blind spot I would say is um, when you really want to make something happen. Mm. Like maybe you're talking about a project and someone wants to do something, and then you want to do this thing. Same thing that you really care about that thing. Another blind spot I thought of was like when you're really knowledgeable about something. So maybe you are the tech person, you study tech, so you're defending the tech part. But maybe there's someone that has an outsider's perspective that might have a good point to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So maybe your point is better, but if you actually want to win people over, if you actually want to win the debate, you can't come like, oh, I know this better than you. Oh, yeah. You need to be able to actually understand and argue, well, why you... uh, think this is better yes and i think a lot of times when people come into arguing or debating or trying to win something they go to a really emotional standpoint of well no because like you don't you don't understand like i'm the tech person i know yeah yeah like yeah and those are the worst people to have conversations with ever i know (laughs) or if you go to your parents and you're like you just you don't know what you're talking about like i need this so then you're showing yourself off as someone that's not objective and 
And then you're also not being able to convince the other person. Yeah. So I feel like when someone's really knowledgeable about something or you are really knowledgeable, <laughs> you're really not knowledgeable about something. Another thing would be um, not asking anyone in, that supports you about mm, this thing. Like when you ask them like, hey, what do you think about this? Do you think this is a good argument? Don't ask anyone. Don't ask someone that's in, on your team. Don't ask someone that you work with. Don't ask any of those people. Ask the people that don't want this to happen. Because then you'll know their point of view. So if I'm a politician running for a Congress or whatever thing, I need to go to the people that hate me yeah. and talk with them and know everything about them. And then I need to completely like come to into the table as if I don't know anything, as if I don't care that much about this, and try to think of what those other people would be thinking about. And then the, the last thing I think also to know your blind spots mm -hmm. is um, trying to think of what would be the worst possible outcome of this situation. Mm. Um, because then you're not afraid anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think blind spots is like a very general phrase for this. Also, and I think it's all about like, what things are you missing in the conversation if you're just coming in wanting to win? The situation is that y if you want to win, It's not about you getting something, but about the right thing happening. So if you actually want to win, you're gonna come into the room with arms wide open and with a mind ready to learn and grow mm -hmm. and actually bring everyone into the better place. I also think yeah. another thing, yeah. 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 So, so at the end of the day, it's not about I know better because I talked with someone about this. They gave me feedback and they were like, I just don't understand why you would need to win people over. Is, is it just for people to agree with you? And I'm like, no. it has nothing to do with that. Like, it has nothing to do with someone agreeing with you. Yeah. It's just like, if it's you, so the best idea can win. And you have to be able yeah. to communicate the best idea. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you think your idea is the best idea. Like, it's like a collaborative. I always, mm -hmm. I don't even know who said this, but like growing up in like, organizations somebody was like if the janitor walks in the room and they have like the best idea that's better than the ceo like you, yeah. you go with the janitor's idea yeah not because of their position not because of their title but because they had the best idea and the best idea always has to win yes so it's like kind of that mm -hmm. scenario and if and that's the whole thing right like if it doesn't align with the vision with where we're going if it's just gonna take us somewhere where we don't want to go Then even if what you said, the CEO says it, like, we're not gonna go with yeah, the idea. Yeah. That shouldn't be it. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that side of things of, like, structure, of, like, it needs to be someone that's higher up that, you know, mm -hmm. their idea wins, or maybe emotions, like, well, but that's not right, or, like, mm -hmm. I, I like this better. Or maybe you have friends you're working with and everyone's supporting your idea, but it's trash. I know. Well, that's what I kind of struggle with a lot. And I think because whenever I try to communicate things with people, I think I, I have a very um, optimistic energy. Mm. Like I walk in rooms like, guys, isn't this a good idea? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> and like because of that delivery, like everybody's like, yeah. And I'm like, mm. guys, this is terrible. Yeah. Like I'm like, be I think what's so important <laughs> is to be able to look at somebody you care about and tell them no. Yeah. Like, and that's the only way people are going to grow these days. Yeah. It's like, you cannot be a yes man. That's like yeah. my least favorite trait in a friend. Mm. It's like, if you always say yeah. yes, then I'm like, I don't 
trust yeah. you that much. Yeah. I mean, I love you to death, but like mm-hmm. when it comes to things, like I need to be told no. Yeah. And I, we need to be able to tell each other no, or like mm-hmm. I don't like that that much, or this is how you can improve, and that's why communication is so important because mm. the way you tell somebody that it matters like wow. you can't just be like ew no like you mm-hmm. know like there's so many different ways you can communicate yeah. that mm-hmm. healthy and unhealthy yeah um but mm-hmm. I think I I'm going through right now like I feel like everything I say is just like yeah sure whatever yeah mm. and I'm like that's just like a, such an apathetic like life to live and I'm like I want the best idea to win and I'm putting my ideas out here and out here and out here because I'm not not going to share my ideas yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I know that they could be better and yeah. I want to collaborate with you mm. to make the best idea yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean yeah totally so yeah. let me hear yours don't yeah. disagree with mine you know yeah. what I mean because it feels like then they don't care they're not right. they're right. being apathetic like it's like you're trying to get somewhere you're trying to collaborate in this yes. and there's like oh yeah sure yeah so that's happening. why I'm like oh you don't care then mm. you know and I'm like yeah because if you cared you'd be telling me no, Carly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which does happen a lot. Which does happen a lot. But <laughs> you're like justifying. Just this. so you know, I do get told no like five times a day. But I will say, like, I I like that. Yes. I respect that, and mm-hmm. I enjoy that, and I think it's really important to be told no. And I like that too because it shows when you are stepping into different territory. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. And I think also, you know, like, first thing what you said about people saying things the right way. Yeah. Because, again, if you're trying to defend really the idea or, like, one, Mm -hmm. the person, but also an idea being good and being... You're not going to just be stepping on someone and being like, you are are trash. Or, like, (laughs) this is horrible. You're not going to do that. Like, it's... And then I think also... Here's the thing. I think sometimes... I think sometimes people don't care enough mm. and I think sometimes people should care more about things like I, agree. I think we've lost a little bit of the care and I don't know if there if it ever was there because I wasn't here before <laughs> but I feel like what LA no like life in this generation oh <laughs> in LA <laughs> I was like here years. in the past 21 years okay maybe I don't know like the world like culture culture I think culture is fakely compassionate and incredibly apathetic because mm. people are trying to make up for all of that like oh i care for all of that care with superficial things like they don't want to get canceled or, or mm. they want to people please or. yes and then there's no one that really like like i don't know there are people that do care i'm mm-hmm. not saying that there's people that do not care there's people that do things but just like you know Build that business that helps people with that thing you care about. Mm. Or do that thing that actually matters. Or go and serve somewhere. Or go and donate somewhere. Like, do something that matters. Stop complaining about why people are not helping you. Like, start caring about other yeah. people. Yeah. I think that's one, that's one big thing that we have become so individualistic. Even if, like, we talked about, about it before. About, like, finding our own, mm-hmm. like, who we are. And our individualism. But it's, like... Sometimes it's gone like a little too far. Yeah. Of we're just caring too much about ourselves. And I was thinking about that like the other day about relationships. And I was like, I just, it's not about me. It's not about freaking me in my friendships. Like, people are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I am glad to have amazing friends. But it's not just about me thinking like, oh, wait, but like, did, that, did I do this wrong? Or like, what about this? Or I need more social connection. Like, I think <laughs> everyone is out there like being like, I need this and I need this mm. and I need this. But like, what can you give to people? Instead wow. of being like, 
what yeah. can I get? And what a better way to live your life every single mm. day. Like, what a better mindset of, like, not overthinking. Because that's the biggest thing. That's what causes people anxiety is, like, this. That's It's, it's inherently selfish. Mm. It's, like, all, all you're thinking about is, like, your performance in relationships. Yes. And you're not, or your performance at work and your performance at church and your performance at the organization you volunteer at and your performance on the internet instead of, like, thinking about how you can serve the relationship, thinking about how you can serve your church, thinking about how you can serve your workplace, thinking about how you can, you know, all these mm, things. Like, yeah. I just think I need to be more in that mindset. It's such a good point because even, like, with, like, posting content. Like, mm. I saw this TikTok the other day that was, like, stop posting selfish content. Like, nobody yeah. cares about your life. They want mm, help. They, they want, want help. <laughs> they, they were, like, like, all, like, like, how are you helping people? Like, yeah, how yeah. are you serving people? And I'm, like, that's such a good point because those – that is the content that does well and, and that's how you feel so much better about like mm. showing up because like for me I'd rather go to bed knowing that I tried my best to serve others and yeah. care for others and even if I you know was not the best friend or mm-hmm. I could have bought a gift or spent more time or said better words like knowing that I was there in those moments to serve rather than to like gain mm. is like so much more peaceful out of all yes. you know yeah and I feel that too because every day that I'm just like focusing on like did I do this right or so and so thing I'm being super anxious about all of those it's things so anxiety in I know and then y- you don't sleep well and then you're just continuously thinking about yourself yeah and it's this vicious cycle that just traps yeah. you and you need to get out of that but it's insane because i think a lot of people like think of social media as this is a terrible tool that's just gonna kill you and whatever thing it's (laughs) so good it's so so good uh, when we take on that mindset of like let's help each other Mm -hmm. because there are so many people helping out other people i'm like there's so many things i wouldn't know just because people are putting things out there that i know now Mm-hmm. Like people doing podcasts or people doing posting things on Instagram or TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's just like use it to your advantage and help others with that. Totally. So here we are. Here we are. Here doing we are. That for real. Doing that for <laughs> you right now. <laughs>